Hello friends and welcome to the Nandaniya Path, a space where we try to navigate through our ambiguous life journeys. I am your host Ntandengo Sihlavisa and firstly I just want to thank you so much for listening in. And on today's episode, we will be talking about our journeys with ourselves. Now, in the past couple of years on social media, there's definitely been this trend of like the self and your inner being and inner healing and self-love and all of these things. And it's like people have just discovered how to love themselves or how to just come to themselves, like for the first time ever, which is crazy. But that's exactly what we're going to be unpacking today with my lovely, amazing, beautiful guest. Um, who is a storyteller, a creative, a strategist, a facilitator, a mediator, and connector of people. The beautiful, when I say beautiful, it's not an understatement, the gorgeous Cindy Fumbata. Hello, and good morning, and good afternoon, and good, good day. evening, all of it. All, all of, of it, it in one. How are you? I'm so well, and I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. This beautiful project of yours. I'm so excited. Oh, thank you so much for honoring my invitation. Of course. Of it's, course. it's amazing. Now... I met you like a few years ago, mm. a few years ago. And I think from the very first time I met you, I was just like, I'm so interested. <laughs> like something about you is just like, it's so uplifting. You inspire me to be myself. You're just one of those people who have a very soft heart, but you're also like very comfortable in yourself. And I thought like you were just the perfect person to come talk about this today. And... I just want to, like, ask firstly, how have you become the person that you've become? Like, how? Sure. That's a great question. Um, Lots of ups and downs. Mm. Uh, Lots of turmoil, but lots of joy and grace and love and leaning into love and joy and grace yeah, it's been a whole melting pot of different experiences. Um, and I'm particularly grateful for my friends and family. Mm. Um, my mom, who passed away quite suddenly a couple of years ago, who's been the biggest um, contributor to who I am today and will continue to be, and my sister. And I remember back in first year when I came to Rhodes and I sat on my raised bed for the first time and I closed my door. It was just before I had unpacked everything. Mm. And I said this prayer that God continues to answer today. I said, God, give me friends who will pull me towards my destiny and push me more towards you rather than pulling me away. And since that day, he's been answering that prayer. I have friends who have become family, who who holds me accountable, who hold up the mirror to remind me of who I am. Friends who tell me, friend, have you met yourself? Wow. I just want you to have an out-of-body experience and just <laughs> meet yourself and see what I see. You know, especially when you forget who you are, um, which happens. We all do. Yeah. And sometimes we fumble and sometimes our insecurities get the better of us. Yeah. But... It's important to surround ourselves with people who will hold up that mirror and remind us of who we are. So I think in a nutshell, um, that's been the journey and holding on to truth. I'm a lover of truth, Mm. holding on to the truth of who God says I am 
and choosing to believe that over the lies of my insecurities or what the world says about me. I think in a nutshell, that sums it up. Yeah. Have you met yourself? I, can we just give God? Can you please <laughs> just give Cindy just one day to meet herself? I'm just like, and like how you answered that question is exactly who you are, I think. Um, it's just wonderful. Now, I've seen you post on your Facebook things about mini Cindy. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> it, oh. I've seen you post about, and I was just like, it's so funny to me that you get to look back and you're like, oh, because at that point, it was such a hectic mm. time, right? So my question is, from 21-year-old Cindy to current Cindy, and you've kind of touched on like how the journey has had ups and downs, but what are like the three things that have stood out for you on this journey? First of all, mini Cindy. <laughs> wow. I love that Facebook reminds us of what we used to post yeah. back then. And I literally used to use Facebook as a diary. It was... <laughs> So imagine little grade nine, Cindy, talking about boys. It was always about boys. And it was always, I was trying to be cryptic, but it never worked. And also the language. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. The language? The, like, stereotypical (laughs) SMS language. What a mess. What a mess. Um, So I'm very grateful for those because at least I get to laugh at myself Mm -hmm. and it brings joy to other people. I've had many people (laughs) reach out to me and say, I love the Chronicles of Mini Cindy and a friend wanted me to turn it into a little book and he's like, I'll design it. I'll I'll illustrate it. Please, that's actually a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But to look back at 21-year-old mini-ish Cindy and I love this question because I think about this stuff all the time mm. I I love that we can look back at ourselves and extend grace to the past versions of ourselves and try and extend that same kind of grace to our present selves because mm. what I try and do lately is if something is bothering me in the moment, if something is feeling super all-consuming, I try and think, will 35-year-old Cindy, will 45-year-old, 60-year-old Cindy even remember it? Sure. Remember this, let alone care about it. And often the answer is no, if I'm being honest. (laughs) Mm. Because when I think about 21-year-old Cindy, the things that I would lose sleep over and stress about just... They don't matter. They really don't matter. Um, One of the things I would say to her would be, girl, just relax. Relax. (laughs) Just relax. Relax. Calm down. Calm down. It's going to work out. Whether you lose sleep or not, whether you stress about it or not, just relax. It's not that deep. Yeah. Um, I read a quote years ago that said, don't take life too seriously. No one gets out alive anyway. And it's a little oh, bit jarring. Now that's, now that's okay. <laughs> it's a bit jarring. <laughs> but the point is, we really, all of us are going to die. And when we do, when we're on our deathbed, well, if we get there, when we're on our deathbed, we're not going to ask 
about the time I wore the same dress as someone else to some cocktail function. To a metric dance that actually happened to oh, me. Oh, no. <laughs> she got there in the same dress as me, and I just... <sighs> that won't matter no. when I'm 45. <laughs> it really won't. It really, really won't. Mm. But moments like that, really, they don't matter in the moment. Obviously, we're all consumed by it, yeah. but it doesn't matter. Okay, so mini Cindy... Relax, breathe, calm down. That would mm. be the first thing I would say to her. Secondly, you need to cut yourself some slack. So, so on similar lines of relaxing. So I would think of relaxing and calming down in terms of things working out in my my future. I used to have a 10-year life plan and, you know, work sure. it down. Relax. It's not going to work out whether you have a 20-year <laughs> life plan. Not you just saying, uh-uh. It's, it's not, not gonna work. going to work out. It's not going to work. Sure. But you know what? God's plan is always better. Mm. And I've learned that time and time and time again. I came to Rhodes wanting to be a clinical psychologist. And I had decided this was my 10-year life plan. I was going into private practice. I was mm. going to do master's and PhD somewhere else. And I just had things lined up to the T. In third year, realized that I didn't love psychology as much as sure. I thought I did and kind of fell in love with media a little bit and ended up going into a PDMM, a postgrad diploma in media management at Rhodes. And the minute I walked in, I knew that's exactly where I needed to be. Wow. My heart came alive. I felt like I was set on fire in terms of purpose. As hard as as it was sometimes, it gave me a lot more purpose knowing that I was supposed to be there. Mm. Whether it was difficult or not, I was like, okay, cool. It's not cute right now, but I'm, but supposed, I'm still to. supposed to be here. Mm. And I think that's also a lesson to be learned that, of course, it's not going to be cute all the time. But rather, it not be cute for something you're meant to be doing in the first sure. place than something that you're doing to please other people. Which leads me to something else I would say to Minnie Cindy. Other people's opinions don't matter as much as you want them uh -oh. to. Or <laughs> you've been taught they do. And that's a hard pill to swallow. Particularly, I think as a, as a woman in this day and age, and particularly as a black woman, I learned this in quite a, like a vivid way when I shaved my head. At the end of 2018, I had just turned 25 mm. and had a little bit of a quarter-life crisis. <laughs> and it was really about kind of shaving off all false identities. I felt like I, I had wasted so much of my life. So many of my friends had moved out of Makanda. They had gone on to pursue these amazing careers. And I thought I was here wasting sure. my valuable skill set, which I knew. I've always known that I'm gifted in many, many ways. I just couldn't find my niche yet. And I remember feeling this way, and a friend of mine was praying for me. And she said to me, it feels like God's put you in a little container and there's a lot of shaking going on, but you're in this container to to protect you wow. and there's certain things that need to be shaken out and it's not going to be cute, 
but it's for for your good and it's not going to last forever and when you're done God is going to catapult you sure and it's going to feel like no time has passed and things are just going to happen didn't particularly believe her yeah. but I was like okay cool this is great this is very comforting in the moment but I'd love a timeline I'm all about specifics I'm like Jesus okay let's Give get me specific mm-hmm. okay when is the lid of the container coming off? <laughs> when am I coming out of the container? Give me a sign. Just I'd tell like, me. When am I coming out of this cuffed-in, Jesus? <laughs> when? Of this Tupperware, Lord. <laughs> of this Tupperware. And, it, yeah, it was just lovely to see how he really was true to his word. Sure. Um, and I had positions created for me from scratch wow. to accommodate who I was. And I've never felt like I've fit, you know, neatly into a mold, um, particularly professionally because mm. I have such a wide skill set. Um, I think nowadays we call it being multi, multi-hyphenate oh. or the multi-hyphenate. Um, Big words. <laughs> but people who are just <laughs> interested and passionate about multiple things mm. we used to call it being a jack of all trades but yeah. we don't do that anymore no, because no, no, that's don't. nonsense <laughs> <laughs> i can't stand that term um so we're obsessed we live in a culture that is obsessed with um specializing mm. right and having one thing what's your you niche what's your one, one thing, thing mm. you know Whereas a lot of people just aren't wired that way. We don't fit in molds. You don't fit in molds. And we're not, I don't think we're meant to. Sure. Mm -hmm. And even if you were to interrogate those people who have specialized and fit that one thing, you would find they have other interests. And it's okay to explore them. Mm. Because as humans, we can love more than one person. We can be interested in more than one thing. We can excel in more than one area. So people's opinions don't matter as much as we think we do. And it's okay to not fit, fit into your mold and relax. And your 10-year life plan is not going to work out, baby girl. <laughs> I've given you about four, maybe more than that. But <laughs> For me, yeah. it's the 10-year life plan because... I also want to know, like, Jesus, let's just sit down and discuss what's going to happen this oh, week girl. so I can prepare myself. I want to know, which brings me to my next question, because, again, the world is telling us, like you mentioned, that you must have this one thing. We are told how to show up in the world. We're told how to look and how to dress and how to speak, like all of these things, right? And you work with young women and you live around young women who are constantly being fed all of this information. How can we free ourselves from this and just show up in the world in the way that God has created us to show up? Like, how can we just remove ourselves from all of these crazy things that we're hearing from the world you said something in the beginning of our chat around how being around me makes people feel at ease and free enough to be themselves and I've heard that before and I think that's such a a phenomenal compliment and I I don't take that for granted at all and I think one of the things I really believe in, like, my bones is that when we embrace who we are and we lean into 
their imperfections and hold them. Hold our imperfections with kindness and compassion that it invites other people to do the same. And it can't just be us saying, self-love, 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 take a bubble bath, go to therapy. Cool, I believe in all those things. I tell Mm -hmm. everyone to go to therapy. All my friends are currently in therapy because I believe in it so much. Team therapy, team pro-therapy. It's more than that. It, It needs to come from what I say about myself in the chip aisle at pick and pay when I'm craving chips do I pick up that packet of chips and then say "Ugh, I'm such a fat pig Mm -hmm. and the friends who I'm running errands with hear that and words like that don't just cut into the person who's saying that it cuts into whoever's in earshot and I've learned that working with young girls um so just to give context to your listeners, um, I do work for an all-girls school, and I've always been passionate about being part of raising young women mm. and, and mentoring them. And I think one of the most powerful moments I've had, I've been at that school for about seven years now. Mm. I was growing my afro, so I went. I transitioned from relaxed hair to afro, And this one girl, she was in grade eight at the time, I think. And I had never seen her natural hair. It was always in braids or in a weave. And one day she runs up to me and her afro is out. And she runs up to me and she goes, Miss Fombata, did you see my hair? I wanted to look like you. Oh, not me tearing up. (laughs) My heart was literally on the floor. Literally crying in the club. <laughs> <laughs> My heart was, mm. and I was like, I was wrecked. I gave her a big hug and said she looked beautiful, and mm. and I constantly trying to try to affirm my girls whenever they have their hair out, their natural curls out, without straightening them. Them in, I have a friend who calls it state of nature. Your state of nature. State of nature, (laughs) rolled out the bed as they are. I try and affirm that because Mm. that's when the rubber hits the road. And when I started blogging years ago, my very first blog post was called, Does This Unrealistic Archetype of Beauty Make Me Look Fat? Uh And I was unpacking how... Obviously, we're held to these unrealistic standards of beauty and we internalize them and they're so damaging. Mm. And one of the practical things I put in there was just dance in your underwear in front of a mirror every day. Just do it. There's something powerful about looking at yourself and Mm. being like, this is me and no one else is around and it's just me and my body and we're having this moment and just the freedom of just being and practicing that. And it's not going to be easy the Mm. first time you do it, but practice makes perfect. Mm -hmm. You're not going to get a six-pack the first time you go to gym. (laughs) Sabawal, by the way. (laughs) That would be great, but it just doesn't work that way. You you work at it. Why do we think with self-esteem and confidence and emotional well-being, it's just going to be like popping a pill and sure. we're going to listen to one podcast, one meditation and we'll be fixed. It doesn't work that way. You work at it like you work in the gym, like you work at your craft, like you work at anything else. 
and putting things into perspective and into place that make sure that you are a better and wholesome, well human being. Mm. Like going to therapy, like journaling, like easing into your morning, into your day with a cup of coffee, your tea, whatever, and sitting in silence, sitting with mm. your thoughts. Um, I realized that a few years ago. I've always loved being on my own. Yeah. Um, I am actually an extrovert. I present as an introvert sometimes, but I've I've taken enough personality tests. I'm like 86% <laughs> extroverted. And I love being around people and I'm energized by being around people. But I also love being on my own mm. and thinking my thoughts. And there's something powerful about even just sitting and think, just doing nothing. Just sit. Just sitting. Mm. I remember a few years ago, I had a fallout with a friend of mine. Um, and I didn't have the language to say, listen, you hurt me in these and these and these ways. I just said, girl, I need space. We'll chat about it after this holiday. And I went on a road trip with friends to Cape Town. To Cape Town. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. You see, Cindy listened to the first episode. Guys, Cindy listened to the... And I love it. <laughs> and it was amazing. I really loved it. I told you that before we started. Love it. I really did enjoy it. Um, so we went to Cape Town and just being in a car, looking outside at nature, thinking my thoughts. Sure. I didn't try to think, okay, this friend... Did, I wasn't actively thinking, how do I sort this stuff out these emotions out in my mind but I came back and I could sit her down and say okay girl I'm ready to talk sure. when A and B and C happened this is how it made me feel I had these neat little categories for wow. my emotions and I could communicate them simply by being alone with my thoughts so it's important to process your own thoughts it's impo important to be protective of yourself and your mind when people say unkind things to you, mm. shut it down. Sure. Say, that's actually unacceptable. Um, no. Immediately no. no. Immediately no. And when you say things about yourself, you need to shut it down even harder. Sure. Because mm. you need to rewire your thinking patterns about mm. yourself. One of my favorite quotes of all time is by Eleanor Roosevelt that says, No one can make you feel insecure without your consent. Wow. We wow. set the bar. Mm. We give consent in terms of who says what to us and how they say it. Of course, there are certain you know, exceptions to that rule. But if someone comes at me and speaks to me in a certain tone over and over and over again, I need to be asking myself why. Mm. What is it about me that keeps sending the sign that this is how you speak to me. That you can do this. That you can do this. Yeah. I've allowed it over and over and over again. Of course they're going to keep doing it. I need to put a boundary in place and say, actually, first of all, fix your tone. First of all, first things <laughs> first. First things first. On the realist, <laughs> fix yourself. <laughs> I was literally thinking that. <laughs> yeah. We need to... Treat us. We need to show the world how to treat us, mm. and particularly as a woman of color, a black woman navigating this world. 
there are always going to be people who try and shut you down, try and pin you down, pull you down, tell you lies about yourself. Mm. But it's important to be like, actually, that's not true. Yeah. So practically what that looks like, oh, I'm fat or I'm un- unattractive. You might want to get in better shape, but there's a way to go about that yes. in terms of the messaging you tell yourself. I'd like to to get in better shape, but you know what? My body is strong, and I'm happy, and I'm healthy, and I'm going to work towards that. I'll put goals in, in, in place to make sure that my body is he- happier and healthier and stronger because I want it to be. Sure. And I'm not going to do that from a place of insecurity because the world tells me this size is a lovable. It's the perfect size. Mm-hmm. That is absolute nonsense. Shut that down. Sure. Shut it down. I'm so happy that you like just touched on this because one thing the world will do, people will try to break our souls. <laughs> <laughs> okay? We have to protect ourselves. It's making me realize that uh-uh, guys, we don't just take anything. No. I'm only one Dandu. You're only yeah. one Cindy. Mm-hmm. And when you get in front of Jesus one day, he's going to be like, okay, Shab, so I gave you all of these things. What happened? Mm-hmm. Did you fumble the bag? Sure. One thing about me, I don't want to stand in front of Christ and say, um, I fumbled the bag, <laughs> sir. Right. So Jesus. Like, whoopsie. We'll ask you, <laughs> say, Lord, yo, maybe next time. <laughs> There's no next time. And we just, someone said on TikTok that the bar is in hell. (laughs) It's not even low anymore. The bar is in hell. And I don't want the bar to be in hell for my life. Mm -mm. Absolutely not. So I absolutely am. I love all of those things. And honestly, we could talk forever and ever and ever and ever. But unfortunately, crying in the club, (laughs) we have come to the final segment of this episode, which is called Someone Somewhere, where I invite my guest, um, Usindi, to pray or encourage um, anyone, anywhere in the world, in any kind of situation. It's all up to her. So, Cindy, who is your someone somewhere? My someone somewhere is someone who looks like me, who navigates the world like me, maybe a woman of color somewhere who is very much trying to figure out who they are, where their place is in society, what they're good at, what their thing is, what their niche is. And I pray for them that they may know who God is and who they are in relation to him, Mm. who God has created them to be. I pray that they may see favor in every area of their lives, that when they forget who they are, God surrounds them with people who remind them and hold up a mirror to, to show them who they are, to remind them who they are and who they've been made to be. There will be many who who feed off of your insecurities. I pray that they choose to believe truth over the lies that the world and the enemy spew at them, that other people spew at them. I pray for them to lean into joy when joy comes, for them to know that they deserve it. When joy and happiness and peace and 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 delight, I love that word, delight. delight when yeah. delight comes, 
they're aware that it's their portion mm. and they lean hard into that. They don't lean into it thinking, oh, this is too good to be true. They lean into it wholeheartedly and are able to hold their insecurities softly, gently, compassionately in the palm of their hands and know that it's okay that they're insecure about certain things, but they c cannot meet them with violence. Mm. But they can meet them with compassion and they can choose to meet those insecurities with compassion and hold themselves accountable and other people accountable in compassionate and productive ways. That's what I pray for them. Oh, that was just lovely. And I really hope that that encourages you um, to be who you are. Cindy, you said everything and more. And I am so, so happy um, that you honored my invitation to come to the Nandinia path. Um, and I kind of have a feeling that you'll be back. <laughs> <clears throat> I kind of have a feeling that... I'd love to come back. I, I'm sensing. <laughs> so thank you so, so much, Sissy, for honoring um, my invite. Thank you for just being that person who's going to help us navigate that's that's exactly what this podcast is about mm -hmm. is having people who are going to help you navigate um through these spaces of life and please keep posting about minis Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> i want to know <laughs> i want to know about minis Cindy. Yeah. so oh, <laughs> At least it's not in vain. It's the not in vain. embarrassment is not in vain. It really yeah. isn't. So thank you so, so much. Yeah. And that is it for today. I honestly didn't want this episode to end. I certainly did not want it to end. Um, and I hope that you enjoyed it as well. And again, however many steps you take forward, however many steps you take back, um, there's always grace for you. And I hope that you have an amazing week and that you love yourself in a healthy, healthy and gorgeous way um, because Jesus loves you too. So see you next time, friends. Bye-bye.